Hello everyone, welcome to a very special season of the Courageous Leaders Club. For this season, I have been persuaded by Anna, my fantastic business assistant, sounding board and force of nature, to put myself in the spotlight. Something that is completely out of my comfort zone and let her run the show. You're in for a treat. Thanks Jo, and hello everyone. I'm going to start by introducing you to those that have not yet had the pleasure of meeting you. So this is Joanna House, international award-winning leadership coach, business consultant, best-selling author, and CEO of The Change Creators, with 20 years of experience in the creative industry. For the past five seasons, I have listened to Joe interview some of the most brilliant industry leaders who shared their learnings and inspiring stories of what it takes to be a courageous leader. And Joe is one of them. So it's time to hear her insights, learnings, and top tips of what it takes to become a leader you know you can be. You'll hear from us in the upcoming six episodes released every week on Thursday as usual. So let's dive straight in, shall we? So we're fast approaching the end of the year, Joe, and it's been a very uncertain year for so many businesses out there. I'm curious to find out how are you planning to disconnect from all of this? How are you planning to just sort of sit back and let this uncertainty go? Yeah, it's a good question because it has been a challenging year and I think next year is going to be saying this, I'll be a pessimist, but I think it could be more challenging than this year with, with the economy and what's happening. So when there is an opportunity to disconnect, we need to take it. We need to recharge as human beings. We need to take that time out. And I must admit in the past, I've not been particularly good at that. But I've recognized now, and I didn't actually believe this for a long time. When I do disconnect and take that time out, I work, I go into flow. I work so much better. When I actually slow down, I get more done, which went totally against all my logic in my brain for a long time, but it's actually really true. So over the Christmas period, I won't look at my phone. Uh, to be honest, even not in the Christmas period now, I don't look at my phone past 7pm now. I, I've already tried to disconnect within the working week because you need to. But the Christmas holiday, it's really important that you give your teams time off. You give yourself permission to relax. You unwind because that's the only way you're going to come back charged, ready to go, focused. Your brain's had time to kind of reset, rejuvenate and get ready. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just you're going to start the year in a really groggy place. I heard you say that you weren't always very good at this. You are an example for all of us in our in our team at the moment, but how did you learn to become this? Yeah, I wish I hadn't learned the way I'm about to tell you. I wish I'd, I'd learned it without having I, to go through I sensed a little story there, so I said, okay, yeah, yeah. But um, I, as you say, we mentioned before that I was an overachiever. and still can be at times now. And I did burn out. And actually, I would say I had one big kind of burnout, but lots of little mini little burnouts or little bits where I just pushed the edge too far. And it's not good. You know, I suffered with panic attacks for many years and this sense of I always know when it's getting really too much. I get this kind of, it's like a rock is sitting in my chest. I'm just like, everything's like, (sighs) I have to really focus on my breathing. And then it's just anxiety just sits in my chest. That's where I have it. And then... It used to, it doesn't anymore, I've completely got it under control now, but it used to manifest into then a panic attack. But now I actually get the warning signs and I can self-correct very, very quickly. But it's not nice. It's really not nice to experience. And I didn't appreciate how much my body needed to rest to be able to function. I just had this whole belief, I've just got to keep going, keep going, keep going, and my body will just keep going for me. And it doesn't. So you have access to my calendar. You'll see that I have yellow space in my calendar always. That yellow space is my thinking time, my protected time. 
very rarely will I ever have back-to-back meetings unless it's essential, but very rarely I always have a 15-minute or half-an-hour break because I know that if I keep going back-to-back, my I can't, and then like I actually can't show up properly if I'm doing that, and that's not fair to the people I'm working with. So, unfortunately, yes, I went too far to then be able to bring it back. And you know, I've done a lot of posts lately saying, please learn to rest before it gets that bad because it's not nice. It's really not, and it affects the people around you as well. Like it really affected my husband seeing me go through that. I was going into these cycles of work really hard for three months, then I would just sort of burn and collapse then I'll be like oh I'll get better I'll get better I won't do it again I'd do it again for three months burn and I was in this three month cycle and in the end he just had to say this has to stop I think that's why when I sort of joined the company when you were going through that last cycle and I saw such a dramatic change when she sort of stepped back and said this is it no more and you sacredly you see it's sort of like a sacred pace and time for you where you go I'm not compromising on this Mm. and that's so powerful it's teaching your team because I could say from experience I know how to how I value how how I find this is my important time Mm -hmm. and I'm not willing to compromise on that and that is yeah it's empowering I just wanted to circle back on self-care what sort of practices do you have how do you find that inner peace where you can actually just disconnect and go that's my self-care what do you do <laughs> people are going to hate me for sharing what this is like because it is quite extreme people are like really do you seriously do that I'm like yeah I've kind of built up to this now and I'm not proud I don't do it every single day but I say majority of the time I do so I decided to join the 5am club it took me 12 months to decide to do it. And I kept hearing about it, like, this is what you should do. And I was like, okay, let's give this a go. And for me, I'm not saying this is for everyone, for me personally, it changed my life. Because to have, like, three hours in the morning before I even think, was it five, six, seven, eight? Yeah, before I ever think about work. So I won't log on before 8 a.m. It's just a dream, especially in the summer when the sun rises at 5 a.m. Like, what a way to, like, wake up is to watch the sunrise. So I get up at 5, I then do my yoga. And while I'm doing my yoga, I either do the Adrian yoga or I do yoga and listen to a podcast. So I'm doing my movement and my mindset at the same time. Efficient. I like to be efficient. As soon as that's done, I then go up and I meditate. So that's my mindfulness. I meditate to the car map every morning for 10 minutes, which I really enjoy. I do want to get to a place when I can meditate without an app, but I'm not there yet. I'm still very much a beginner. Then I have breakfast because I get hangry. I have to eat. I'm terrible. I have to eat. There's no, I don't understand people who don't eat breakfast. Like I can't cope without it. And then my husband and I will go for anywhere between a half an hour to an hour's walk every morning. So getting that fresh air, and sometimes I have to do mini versions of all of those, but that's my routine. And I live by it. And that I would say I put down to why I've still got a successful business because it takes a lot for me to sacrifice that. And if I do sacrifice it, oh my God, I don't have a good day. That's where the overwhelm and the anxiety can just come straight back in, which means my overachieving mode comes straight back in, all because I let go of my morning routine. How does that show up during the day, though? So you do your morning routine. People maybe have evening routines. You're at work, you're in the office, or you work remotely, and you're stuck in, you're working all day, you're in front of the computer. How do you step step away in an efficient way where you can say, 15 minutes is going to recharge me, or something and that is going to help you continue your day in a more efficient way? This was the hardest thing for me to do. Because you put me in that chair in front of my computer. I could sit there for eight hours and not move. <laughs> my husband would just shout, have you moved? Have you moved? I'm like, no, I haven't moved. Oh, my God. 
this has been the hardest thing for me to change. I just lose myself, get lost. So what I do now, I've got my husband's office is downstairs. So what I do purposely is I will, if as soon as I've got a break, I just run downstairs to come and say hi to him or to fill my water or to make a tea. So I'm like, right, I need to move out of the office. So I, I go up and down the stairs quite a bit. I've got better now at going literally for 10 minute walks. I can literally just walk to the park and walk back 10 minutes. That's it. Just get me some fresh air. And then I try. This is the one I'm still trying to work on. I will do like, I have the chime app. So every hour my phone buzzes to say to me. Oh, yeah. I look at it sometimes going, yeah, I can't listen to you. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not disciplined as much as I want to be. But then I'll either do like 10 uh, press-ups or I'll do 10 squats or 10 star jumps or just like run on the spot. But I try and do something that gets my body to move. Yeah. Because our physiology creates our emotions. So if you move, like you've seen me in some of the trainings, I don't get people like people are in a bad mood. I'm like, right, stand up moved and before you know I'm all laughing oh yeah I remember you doing it with me in the morning I just it's a little rise and shine course didn't we and I was like oh I don't know what it is Joe I'm just in a bad mood and put some what, what was it this some go reach for the stars reach for the stars and I was there just <laughs> in a morning boogie not that it, it, but it works yeah it definitely need, works you've got to move and um, if you move it will shift your mindset unfortunately if our mindset gets in a bad place we start panicking that we've got all our work to do we have this belief that we just got to stay there working but actually 10 minutes of movement you'll actually be doubly productive after you've done that but it can stop the spiraling it does and it's so easy for me to sit here and say because i also know i am challenged to do it myself it requires discipline and one of the ways I help myself do it is I visualize the outcome afterwards. Like even this morning, I was lying in bed. I didn't really want to get up and do yoga this morning, but I saw how I would feel afterwards. And it was that vision that got me down here on the mat. Not, oh, I need to do yoga for my health and my body. It was actually, I saw, I know I feel so much better for it. And I wanted that feeling. So that's always helped me is to see the outcome to drive me to go and do it. That is really powerful because it just made me think how I tried to sort of make myself feel better if I don't do my yoga sessions I do them in the evening and for me I go to a class because going to a place it actually just it gets me out of the house out of the space it's it's a destination mm-hmm. and sometimes as you do you don't really feel like it yeah. you, you've got all the excuses and just thinking about that is a really good one I'm sorry like just <laughs> going on, like I've, I've got coached uh, yeah just thinking about how like, it's gonna because I feel disappointed in myself if I yeah. don't do it I thought that I like I let myself down mm-hmm. I've taken that precious time away from myself because I either watched trash telly or yeah just did nothing really but yeah that is amazing so thank you so much for sharing that now, what you made me realize is you've got to be so aware of the lies that we tell ourselves. Oh, yeah. What are these little lies that I keep telling myself? Or I won't do it. I'll put that off. I'll do it tomorrow. Or I'll put it off today. You know, you're just lying to yourself. How <laughs> often <laughs> the I'll do it tomorrow yeah. turns into I'll do it tomorrow again. And yeah. it becomes this awful habit. Mm. And I think it was you that said to me at one point, it takes eight days to create Yes, there's lots of different studies out. Some people say eight days, some people say 30 days. You know, there's, there's lots of different science out there to say what it is, but you kind of got to learn personally what's right for you. And it is that to be successful requires discipline and consistency. Two pretty boring words. They're not the most exciting words. Yeah, no. It's those two ingredients that will enable you to have what you want from life. That is brilliant. I think it's a great learning for everybody and just... Thinking about we're all going on holiday now and we're sort of starting to slow down, but just look after yourselves, mm-hmm. self care. So if you had to 
tell people at the moment that you're signing off work in a week's mm-hmm. time, how do you want them to come back? Recharged. And how do you reach that? You reach that by looking out for yourself. So I always think of myself as a phone. I need to plug in to kind of charge myself back up. And I also do this exercise where um, you have like three batteries. So I always visualize myself, my energy levels as a battery. So you have your battery that's fully charged, battery that's half charged, and your battery that's running on empty. So to help bring yourself awareness in, you just think to yourself, okay, I need to make sure that I never let my battery get more than half empty. Because to go from half empty to fully charged again is actually quite tough. It takes a longer time and a lot more work. But if you can catch yourself at half a battery and you can recognize, okay, oh, oh, these are the behaviors I do on half a battery, like I'm lying in, not doing my self-care, I'm missing breakfast. You can start to catch yourself to go, actually, I can recharge without getting too depleted. So I just like see myself as a battery. I manage my energy levels. I know what takes energy out of me. So I know if I go and stand on stage and do one of my speaking gigs, that actually I love it, but it takes quite a lot of energy out of me, so I need to recharge. But for some people, they can go on partying one night and it's absolutely fine. But you know, people have different energy levels. But you want to come back in January, having done the discipline to look after yourself in the Christmas period. Like, yeah, have fun. Oh my god, drink, do do whatever you do, but use this time to recharge. Have a break, sit and read, turn the tenny off, go and learn something new, get out on the bike that's been in the shed for so long because you feel so good about yourself. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And this is an accountability session as well for everybody listening. <laughs> so we're expecting everyone in January to come back fully charged and let us know how all of the Christmas period went. What did you do to look after yourself? How did you recharge? Any creative ideas, anything that has helped you reach a higher level of your of yourself, let us know. We yeah. want to hear everything. Very curious. I'm always happy to add something more into my routine. So happy to try anything. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joe, again. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. A huge thank you to you for listening to the Courageous Leaders Club. I'd love to know if anything from today's conversation resonated with you and what your key takeaway is. Will you do anything differently? Have you learned something you'll take forward in your own leadership? Do take a moment to connect with us on LinkedIn where you can share your thoughts. You can connect personally with me at my email, joanna.hounds at thechangecreators.com. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. This will really help us grow our podcast and reach and help as many people as possible. If you can think of someone who will benefit from listening to this podcast, please do share it with them. Finally, for those of you who are seeking to take action today, you can book a free strategy call with me and together we can produce an action plan to implement into your leadership and business. You can head to the link in the show notes to book now. Thank you so much again for listening and I'll meet again on the next episode of the Courageous Leaders Club.